This episode of Inside Muskegon is brought to you by the Community Foundation for Muskegon County, created in 1961 to help improve the quality of life for Muskegon County residents. We make good things happen. For more information, visit cffmc.org. The Community Foundation for Muskegon County. For good, forever. Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 93. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Bob Chapla, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Bob Chapla with the Community Foundation for Muskegon County. I'm here with Bob Chapla with the Community Foundation for Muskegon County. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Let's start out talking about your background. Okay. Um, actually, I grew up here in West Michigan. Um, I consider myself a resident of West Michigan. Um, my childhood was spent in Grand Rapids and uh, in a, a working-class family. Um, myself and my um, three siblings um, had a pretty good life, I think, as I look back on it. You know, I don't think um, that it was um, anything that I, I, I don't have any demons about my childhood, let me put it that way. And um, and then I went away to college. I went to Detroit for a couple of years. And then, um, like so many people back at that time, and this was in the 70s, I, I migrated back to West Michigan after getting my, my degree. So, Well, we had the opportunity to speak with Chris McGuigan with the Community Foundation back in Inside Muskegon number 35. So I'd encourage anyone who didn't get a chance to catch that podcast or wanted a refresher on the Community Foundation to take a listen, but I wanted to speak with you with your role as vice president with the foundation about what that entails. Well, um, Chris is the president of the Community Foundation, so I'm sure she gave you an overview of what the foundation does and its place here in the community. But from my perspective, it's a gathering place. It's where people come together who have decided that they want to do something for the community, to give something back to the community, whatever words they put around it. Typically, they have a passion for something, and so they come to the foundation to express that passion. Um, My job is to work with them to connect them to the foundation and to work with them to find the best vehicles um, to accomplish what it is that they want to do. And that typically is uh, the creation of a fund. And the fund becomes, for us, the vehicle that these folks will use to um, express their philanthropy, give back to the community through the fund, make grants from their fund to support the organizations and causes that are important to them. What types of funds are available through the Community Foundation? You know, it, it is kind of interesting. Uh, we, we have a, a host of different possibilities for people. But um, some of the ones that people most often think about are, are a couple. Um, donor-advised funds are one of them. Donor-advised funds are funds that are created by the donor, um, either an individual, a couple, a family. And during their lifetime, they drive the use of the fund. As advisors to the fund, they make decisions about what to use the fund to support. 
and what grants to make from the fund. So that, that's, that's a very popular um, vehicle that's now being used. Another would be scholarship funds. A number of people have come to the foundation. Um, I think we have around 230 of those funds right now. And and I like to categorize these people as uh, as folks that have had um, a good experience um, when they were in school, um, feel that they benefited during their lifetime from the education that they got, and now they want to make that opportunity available to the kids that are in school today. So scholarships would be another one. Another could be a designated fund where you, where you simply say, um, I'm going to create this fund, and, and every year I want a grant to be made from this fund to a designated organization. So it doesn't really involve a lot of involvement. It doesn't include involvement of the donor, but it results in a grant being made every year to support an organization. Field of interest is another possibility. It allows for people to just designate a field of interest that would be supported by grants from their funds, so the environment, education, et cetera. So those are the four major categories. Why would individuals want to start a fund with the Community Foundation for Muskegon County? You know, I, I think um, uh, there's a number of reasons. I, I think we've come to be recognized in our history since uh, the beginning in 1961 that we're the place in the community where people can realize their passion for giving something back. Um, and they like the fact that we are there um, and will be there forever. Um, that's the nature of endowment. The money is intended that is given to us to stay with us and to be used as it grows throughout the years to continue giving back to the to the community. So people look at us as the place where um, their intent today, tomorrow, forever will always be met because that's our purpose. And so they come to us knowing that that's the organization that will ensure, even after they're gone, that their intent will always be met. Share with our listeners some stories about people who have started funds. You know, it's um, where do you begin? We, we have um, close to 800 funds at the foundation, and each one of those is a story. But um, let, me, let me just give you a couple of examples. Um, there is a, um, a couple here in, in um, Muskegon right now, the Ecklands. Uh, Lou and Ann Eklund, um, they've had some uh, coverage in, in the Chronicle and some TV coverage, who about a year ago decided um, they wanted to do something um, relating to lighting of the pier out at Pier Marquette. And for years there was talk about it, and the, the city and the county just didn't have the resources or the wherewithal to make this lighting project happen. Um, but the Eklund said, you know, we think we can. We, we've got some resources that we can bring to bear on this. So they created a fund at the foundation, and we're using that fund to put those lights up. And now they're up, and they are up. And, and I, I encourage everybody to drive out to Pierre Marquette at night and see the lights because not only does it add an element of beauty, but it's a safety issue, and that's what it was always about so that people could see the pier at night so people don't run into the pier at night, as so oftentimes happens during the summer. So that, that, that's kind of an interesting example, I think, of how somebody decided to do something and decided to do it through the Community Foundation, and then we help facilitate the process to make that whole thing come together. Why do you feel philanthropy is important to Muskegon County? You know, I, I think um, uh, every community is made up of... Um, uh, different elements of um, uh, that, that that comprise the whole, 
And, uh, you know, those elements include, you know, our physical environment, they include uh, government, they include our schools, they include our churches, they include um, a, a range of nonprofit organizations that provide services for people. Um, and then there's the commercial and the business, and all of that goes into making this a place that people want to live. Now, we're fortunate. You know, we live in a beautiful place physically. It's a, it's a beautiful place in that way. Um, but all these other elements um, still need to be in place in order for this to be a place that people want to live, work, raise their kids. Philanthropy allows for the support of the schools. It allows for the supports of the churches. It allows for the support of nonprofit organizations. It, it builds that segment of the population that is critical to making this a place that people want to stay and people want to raise their kids. And, and, and I don't want to forget the arts, like the Frauenthal Theater and the Art Museum and the County Museum. Those are all places that are supported by philanthropically inclined people. And without that support, we wouldn't have those in our community, and it wouldn't be as good a community and as nice a place to live. So. The Community Foundation for Muskegon County recently surpassed the $100 million mark, which is a tremendous accomplishment for the foundation and a tribute to the Muskegon community. Talk about what's next for the Community Foundation, possible future gifts or the direction that the foundation's going. You know, I, I just reflect on that number. It, it, it really is kind of astounding. Um, I think a lot of people um, are, are surprised at the number of people that have come to the foundation and um, helped build it to that level. So in and of itself, I think it's it's pretty amazing. Um, I think going forward, we're going to see the foundation continue to grow because I think people um, are going to have resources that they're going to want to use for philanthropic purposes. Um, you know, this whole notion of transfer of wealth from one generation to the next, um, and so we're thinking that we're going to see more resources coming our way to be used through the foundation to support the community. So um, I think from our perspective, we're thinking there's a lot more opportunities that we're going to have an opportunity to, or a lot of things that we're going to be able to work with people to, to realize here in the community, some of which we don't even know about. And, and, and that's the amazing thing. There are so many good people out there. Um, some of them tell us about what they're going to do. Some of us don't. It just surprises. And, um, and so I think there's, there's a lot more to come. All right. Well, let's move on to our final question. I'll give you an opportunity to hopefully get people to help grow the foundation even more. You have one minute alone with a person considering making a gift to the foundation. Make your pitch to get them to start a fund. Okay. I, um, what, what I typically would do with someone like that is, is I'd ask them um, what they've been thinking about in terms of what's important to them and what their passion has become. And, and typically, that's how the conversation goes. Um, people have already given some thought to something um, that they feel is a need within the community. And so all I do in the conversation is try to understand what it is that that important thing is for them. Um, once they tell me what that important thing is, then I can begin to explore with them very briefly what the different options are for them to do that, the different kinds of funds that I talked about earlier as possibilities. And then suggest to them that partnering with them, with their financial advisors, 
with their attorneys if they're in place, if they have estate planning attorneys, figure out the best way and the best assets to use to to create that kind of living legacy for themselves and um, a, a lasting legacy when they're no longer here. So, um, yeah, I, I, I oftentimes think I have the best job within the foundation. Um, Chris has got a pretty good job, but I think I have a pretty good job too because <laughs> I, I only get to talk to people who – have already decided they want to do something good, and they bring that goodness to us. And so I sit in rooms with people um, where nothing but goodness is expressed, and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty nice gig if you can get it. Yeah, that's a pretty good job. And I and I'm very happy to have this job. So, well, thanks a lot, Bob. I really enjoyed it, and best of luck to you. Thank you. The Community Foundation for Muskegon County's vision includes a cultivation of community philanthropy and service to individual philanthropists, being a regional catalyst for connecting philanthropists to noble projects, grant making that reflects the needs and diversity of our community, and providing leadership for systematic and enduring community improvements. A community foundation with a $100 million involvement is an impressive accomplishment and speaks volumes to the commitment of the residents of Muskegon to philanthropy. In this podcast, Bob made his pitch to the next generation of Charles Hackley's, Thomas Humes, and Paul C. Johnson's in Muskegon to consider starting their own fund with the Community Foundation. You don't necessarily have to have the fortune of Hackley, Hume, and Johnson to make an impact in the community. Everyday people from Muskegon business owners to school teachers have started funds with the Community Foundation. If you're interested in leaving a legacy in the Muskegon area, contact Bob to find out more about starting a fund. And for more information on the Community Foundation for Muskegon County, visit cffmc.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. And for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, visit our website at insidemuskegon.com. Post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 93 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.